What's up, Gator Nation? This is the Orange and Blue Weekly Review, your home for the best Florida Gator coverage available. I'm your host, Ryan Kovaleski, the biggest Gator fan you will ever meet in your life. The date is September 9th, 2019, and I am so stoked to bring you guys this episode. This will be the best episode of this podcast yet. If you're a Florida Gator fan and you're an absolute lunatic, maybe you have not subscribed to this podcast yet. If that's the case, hit that subscribe button. Support your boy Ryan Kovaleski, a Gator fan through and through, giving you something to do, representing for the orange and blue with analysis that's fresh and new, and a team and tradition that's tried and true, bringing it straight to you. Let's get it, guys. I am so excited about this episode. Your Florida Gators are 2-0 with our victory last week against UT Martin, 45 to nothing in the swamp. I'm going to be recapping that game, and I'm going to be previewing next week's game against Kentucky. I cannot wait to preview that game for you guys. Kentucky, we owe them a beatdown. They are one of only three teams that beat us last year, guys. I cannot wait until the Florida Gators get their hands on that Kentucky team this Saturday, September 14th, 7 o'clock p.m. on ESPN. We are going to beat Kentucky down, but before I get into that, I'm going to talk about last week's game, 45 to nothing against UT Martin. That score, a little bit misleading. We were not as efficient as I would have hoped. We come into this game with a little bit of a bad taste in our mouth against the Miami Hurricanes. We were a little bit sloppy, and then we have an early bye week to get back on track and hopefully beat down a lesser opponent like UT Martin. And it was a little bit of a struggle early on, guys. With 8.36 left in the second quarter, we were only winning three to nothing. And against a team like UT Martin, you would have really liked to see maybe 21 to nothing at that point. But three to nothing, it is what it is. We'll have to take it. Three to nothing with 8.36 left in the second quarter until Felipe Franks hits Van Jefferson for a 69 yard touchdown. An absolute perfect throw. Felipe Franks has a cannon. He throws a beautiful deep ball, guys. And he had a historically good night. 25 of 27, 270 yards passing, two touchdowns, 37 yards rushing. He had a great night. It's just, it took us a little bit to get on track. The offensive line still having a little bit of difficulty creating running lanes. You would have loved to see them assert their dominance against a team like UT Martin. Just push those guys out of the way. Create running lanes so we can run all the way up and down the field against a lesser opponent. And that that just absolutely did not happen. We did finish the game with 231 yards rushing, 6.1 yards rushing a carry as a team with LaMichael P. Ryan leading the way. But it, it, it was just, it was a little sketchy, especially early on, like I said. 312 yards passing with three different quarterbacks. Felipe Franks was obviously the best of the three. Emory Jones came in. Like I said last week in the podcast, I really wanted to see Emory Jones get some reps. He comes in, has a couple plays, 
and then he comes back onto the sidelines. Felipe Franks heads back into the game. I'm not 100% sure what that was all about. It was 24 to nothing at that point. I just thought Felipe Franks, you know, he's shown enough. He had a great game. He should have just sat on the bench. Don't risk any injury to your star quarterback. And Emory Jones just take over from there. But he comes in, then he's out, and then he goes back in. It was kind of back in the fourth. He was not very good passing the football, guys. One of four for only two yards. A disgusting stat line. He was good with his legs. He made some plays with his legs. He rushed for a touchdown, but he did not look very good with his arm. Kyle Trask comes in, third-string quarterback. He did not look very good with his arm, although the very first play that he came in was a pass, was a touchdown to Jacob Copeland, who I think is going to be an absolute stud. If you guys listened to the podcast last week, I talked about Jacob Copeland coming in the game. I really, really, really am high on this kid. I really think he can be a top three receiver in this entire country. He's got the size. He's got the speed. He's explosive. He's got the swagger. This guy has the potential to be a superstar. And he comes in. Kyle Trask hits him with a perfect ball. Touchdown. His first touchdown of his career. Many more to come for that kid, especially now that Kadarius Toney leaves that game with an injury, a shoulder injury. It looks like he's going to be out for quite some time. That's the only negative about last week's game against UT Martin, guys. We lost two of our best football players. Our best wide receiver, Kadarius Toney. Our best secondary cornerback, C.J. Henderson. All-American, probably the best football player on the entire Florida Gator roster, C.J. Henderson. He's out with a high ankle sprain. He's listed as doubtful against Kentucky, but he's probably going to be out for at least a couple weeks. He could barely put any weight on that ankle. He did return to the sidelines after going to the locker room, but he was in crutches. He had a boot on. Kadarius Toney also went into the locker room in the second quarter. He did not come back out to the sidelines. It looks like he might be out for the long haul, guys. One report says six to eight weeks. Coach Dan Mullen says two weeks. So who knows? But either way, we're probably going to be without both of those guys for this week's game against Kentucky. But wide receiver is not a position that I'm worried about. We have so much depth at that wide receiver position. And like I said, Jacob Copeland, that guy is an absolute stud. And now he's got the chance to prove it. C.J. Henderson, that's a big loss, but we have very talented secondary players, guys. This is the Florida Gators. This is DBU, Defensive Back University. We are just going to churn out defensive backs from now until the rest of eternity. We have three very talented true freshmen that all saw time against UT Martin. And I have the absolute utmost faith in those guys one of those guys is going to step in for cj henderson next week against kentucky and they're going to do a great job i i know it kair elam the nephew of matt elam florida gator legend matt elam kair elam comes in as a true freshman last week after cj henderson gets hurt he gets the first interception of the year a perfectly covered play He just blankets the wide receiver in the corner of the end zone, comes away with the interception. Uh, 
he he preserves that shutout 45 to nothing this was our first shutout victory since 2016 guys it took us 36 games to get this shutout and we did last week against UT Martin 45 to nothing that's all I'm going to talk about with that game like I said some younger guys got some experience the quarterbacks, other than Felipe Franks, did not look very good. That's one of the biggest takeaways I take away from this game, guys. If Felipe Franks goes down, we are going to have some problems at the quarterback position because those guys do not look ready with their arms. I really believe Emory Jones is going to be a star in that Florida Gator offense, but he needs a little bit more time to develop with his arm. So that was UT Martin. Your Florida Gators, 2-0, undefeated, heading into next week. And about next week, Saturday, September 14th, 7 o'clock p.m. PM against Kentucky on ESPN. Kentucky comes into this game 2-0, but they're unranked. The Florida Gators, 2-0, ranked number 9 in the country. That's two spots up from last week where we were ranked 11th, guys. We've played Miami, and then we had a cupcake UT Martin game. Kentucky hasn't really played anybody this year. Week one, they played Toledo, which they won 38-24. And last week, they played Eastern Michigan, which they won 38-17. But that was a very costly victory for them. Their starting quarterback, Terry Wilson, tore a tendon in his left knee. Junior quarterback, started the last 15 games for Kentucky, was 12-3. He was part of that Kentucky team that beat us in Gainesville last year. You hate to see any team lose their starting quarterback. And I hate to see this Kentucky team lose their starting quarterback because I don't want them to have any excuses next week when we beat that ass in Lexington, Kentucky, and avenge that loss of last year. The Florida Gators at the end of next Saturday will be 3-0. The Kentucky Wildcats will be 2-1. They're going to catch their first loss against the Florida Gators this Saturday. And then they have eight SEC teams in a row. They are about to go through a gauntlet. And they're about to do it with a backup quarterback. Sawyer Smith, who started for Troy last year, 14 touchdowns, 6 interceptions. Troy, very small school, nothing like the SEC. He's going to see that Florida Gator defense that has just been absolutely tenacious. They've just been animals. 15 sacks already in only two games. Five more last week against UT Martin. Ten against the University of Miami. This defense is unlike anything that Sawyer Smith has ever seen. He did step in for the injured Terry Wilson last week, and he went 5 of 9, 76 yards, 2 touchdowns. They'll probably have him ready to play. Veteran player. He started last year for Troy. He's definitely got some games under his belt, but like I said, it was against inferior competition. He's going to... He's just going to get absolutely destroyed by the Florida Gators, guys. Make no mistake about it. The Florida Gators, we're going to avenge that loss. Last year, we went into last year with a 31-year winning streak against the Kentucky Wildcats, and they beat us 27-16 in our house, guys. 
I mean, we were due. We were due. The, the loss should have never happened. They ran all over us. We were without our starting middle linebacker, the captain of our defense, David Reese. They had Benny Snell, who now is in the NFL with the Pittsburgh Steelers. He got drafted. So two totally different teams. I'm not trying to make excuses for last year's team. Felipe Franks played terrible in that game. In fact, Felipe Franks has never played well against Kentucky. The year before that, he was benched in favor of Luke Del Rio, and Luke Del Rio mounted a comeback. So Kentucky almost beat us that year too, guys. We are just maybe seconds, one play away from being on a two-game losing streak against Kentucky, a team that we lead the overall series 51-18. to We've won 37 of the last 39 games against them. 31-year winning streak comes to an end. Last year, we're about to start a brand new winning streak this year. We're about to beat Kentucky down. These Florida Gators, they're ready to go. Felipe Franks, he turned his early season around. Didn't look great against Miami. A lot of haters were coming out of the woodwork talking bad about him, but... He had that historical game last week, 25-27, an insanely high completion rating. I'm very excited about this game, guys. I really want to avenge this loss, get our first win in the SEC, and just move forward, guys. This Kentucky defense is not great. Six sacks on the year, which isn't terrible. You know, three in the first game, three in the second game. They do have three interceptions to our one. They have two fumble recoveries to our one. So more turnovers, but they haven't really played any teams this year. They've played two cupcake games. They're fifth in the SEC in total yards of offense. They're fifth in the SEC in rushing yards with 415, which is a lot better than us. We are 11th in the SEC in rushing yards, 281 yards, and we're sixth in the SEC in total offense. But we did play the Miami Hurricanes, a bitter rival, a very good defense in week one. Felipe Franks is the fourth highest quarterback rating in the SEC against some kid that used to play for Troy. So we definitely have the advantage there. We have the advantage all over the field, guys. This should not be a close game, but it probably will be. It's going to be an electric atmosphere. The Kentucky fans hate us because we've bullied them for so long and they had a glimmer of hope since last year when they beat us. So make no mistake about it. They definitely think they're going to win this game. We definitely think we're going to win this game. We come in favored by nine and we'll see next Saturday, September 14th, 7 o'clock p.m. on ESPN. The Florida Gators against Kentucky in Lexington. The SEC Nation crew is going to be there for that game. And I just want to see Felipe Franks be, you know, at least close to efficient as he was last week. I want to see that young offensive line gel and just create some running lanes. Just create running lanes consistently. They've been pass blocking very, very well this year. But the running game has not taken off yet. And we have very, very good running backs, guys. LaMichael P. Ryan, Malik Davis, 
Damian Pierce, Iverson Clement, Naquan Wright. We have so many good running backs, guys. I want to see the Florida Gators run that football, just pound that rock right down Kentucky's throat. Come away with this victory, guys. And then on to bigger and better things. Thank you guys for listening to this podcast. I hope that you guys enjoyed it. I hope that you guys are as excited as I am for this week's game against Kentucky. Please tune in for next week. And like I said, if you guys have not subscribed yet, please hit that subscribe button. Give me a like. Give me a rating. Tell me what I'm doing right. Tell me what I'm doing wrong. Thank you guys for listening. Florida Gator Podcast, Orange and Blue Weekly Review. You're 2-0 Florida Gators. This is Ryan Kovaleski, and I am out, guys. Thank you, guys.